You're listening to Fortnite Podcast with your host, Too Loud TX and Monster Defense. What up, what up, what up, and welcome to another episode of the Fortnite Podcast. I'm your host, Too Loud TX, and here with me today, the man that won some money this past weekend, <sighs> topping number 13 in A, and, uh, you know, my co-host, Mr. Monster D-Face. What's up, buddy? What is going on, guys? Uh, again, week after week, it's just been, you know, getting better and better. This week, we uh, placed yeah. in a, a prize bracket. It was yeah. good. Uh, we got We got a quick little. I got. I got to throw this insert in here. If you guys follow us on Twitter, I, I threw this out there. Little little soundbite of Monster D Face being on the big screen. Here we go. He says, "You know what? That structure's got to go down, and I'm gonna be the man to do it. Let's do this. Look, knock knocked down. Jamak getting knocked. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. You gotta get that thirst right there. Get that His thirst. Webcam KP. literally on fire. I don't know if you saw that. Yeah, that's Monster D Face's thing. It is. Okay, nice, there you go. Nice, nice, nice. Jamak. Here's that one. That's one up to the top. Do you actually want to listen in? You're going yeah. off, bro. You're going off right here. Build up a layer. Get some high ground Build. on these guys. See how high he is, right? You see how high he is? Yeah. What splits do you have right now? Just four uh, fingers. You're in the middle of those. He's he's not only is They're he battling over there, dude. Making suggestions, I still get in that. but a good teammate. He's also giving reasoning because they have a moment to. Mm-hmm. I respect too that he's asking. He's saying, "Hey, what do you have? What can what can we utilize in this situation?" Well, obviously. A man that was probably involved in a lot of those fights here with us today. Mr. Sir Demetrius, what's going on, buddy? Nothing much. How about you? Man, ex excited to have you on. Excited to uh, to talk quite a bit. I, I tweeted out a couple weeks ago we were going to have you on. I know some scheduled things happened. And you working <laughs> yeah. hard, working hard on that stream. Uh, and uh, But definitely glad that you're here to talk a little bit about the meta with us. Uh, obviously, guys, this show is brought to you by Deserto.com. You can check out all the latest stuff there. Uh, if you guys are following, things are just getting crazy, and we really appreciate all the support uh, wherever you're listening at, whether that's iTunes, Spotify, uh, Google Play, uh, wherever you're listening. Thank you so much for the support. Sincerely, we we really appreciate it. Obviously, if you're watching all the videos on Monster's YouTube channel, hope you guys are enjoying those. Leave the comments. I mean, you've been tearing it up over there, Monster. They, they've been loving that yeah. content. Um community you guys are killing it so thank you guys keep yeah, it up absolutely make sure you guys can join our discord community if you want to get on on those weekend i think we're doing them saturdays right now on those community events but without further ado we gotta jump in here and talk to the man of a hundred thieves mr sir demetrius coming out of for a lot of you coming out of nowhere like where did this guy come from but i know him for quite a long time in the destiny community and uh, obviously, before we get into, you know, you winning $10,600 with a fellow Destiny member this past week with Real Crafty, let's talk a little about your journey to that point. And let's talk about where you started, man. Tell us a little bit about your background in, you know, competing and gaming and obviously your rise in Destiny to, to kind of how you got to where you are today. Um, I started making video or videos for Destiny like right when it came out. Um, I didn't really do a whole lot of like Twitch streaming just because I, I enjoyed YouTube a lot more. Um, and I felt like, you know, when I when I was playing games, I'd rather just have it be like relaxing rather than like worrying about streaming and like looking at chat and stuff. Um, so I did YouTube for three years with Destiny. Um, and then Destiny 2 came out. Well, Fortnite came out before Destiny 2 came out. Right. And then I was playing that quite a bit. That was kind of my my game that I was going to use to bridge the gap between destiny one becoming boring and destiny coming <laughs> well, out. So I played that a lot. Well, a lot of people and, were playing PUBG. A lot of people kind of were in that uh, PUBG mindset. I, Did I, you I, jump I, into I, that I, at all? PUBG is for 
just too slow. I, I played a lot of I played a lot of H1Z1, but PUBG was just it was just too too slow for too, you. Too slow, yeah. So I played Fortnite, and then Destiny Two came out, and then I went back to making videos for that, and then Destiny Two got really boring. So I just went immediately back to the game that I had enjoyed playing before Destiny Two, which was Fortnite. Right. Um, and then that's when I I started streaming because like BR games are better for streaming. Like even though it ended up being that YouTube worked out really well for, for Fortnite and, you know, pulls a ton of views on YouTube. Originally like BR games were more of a Twitch thing. Right. Um, like H1 didn't really get that many views on YouTube, but it was really big on Twitch. So I just figured streaming, it would be a lot better than YouTube. So that's when I started streaming. Um, and then I, I just kept playing and then now I'm here. <laughs> now, now you're here. How did you, so how, obviously a big change. First change that you had there was you went from console to PC. How was how yeah. how was that change for you? Was that difficult to make? Were you preparing playing? You know, D two obviously coming out on PC as well. Was that your main platform from Destiny two? Did you make that switch after Destiny one? Um, I I started playing PC right when they announced that Destiny two would be on PC, just because my channel, my YouTube channel, revolved around being really good at the game. So I knew that you know if I just randomly switched to PC and I was not good at it, then that would kind of killed the whole entire point of my channel so i figured okay it's announced for pc now i gotta get um get good at pc so that's when i started playing h1z that's when h1z1 was really big so i started with that game but i had i had like a counterfeit mouse that i bought from from ebay that was like, <laughs> terrible it was supposed to be a, like a razor death out or something but like oh. if you swipe too fast with it it wouldn't pick it up so it looked like i was playing with a controller because i was just moving around so slow right but then as soon as i got like a le legitimate mouse and everything then it then it got um a lot easier and then i played i played overwatch a bit and then i played destiny obviously when it came out and then fortnite honing those pc skills obviously <laughs> yeah. i mean we've talked a lot about it monster about the the change going from you know console to pc and you always tell everybody just do it just make the jump yeah yeah, like you, you, you got to dive in because people, people ask all the time, like tips to getting on keyboard and mouse. It's like, it, if you don't just like try it, you'll never know. Like there's nothing better than to just like get your hands on it. And right. Just go in. Yeah. I mean, I obviously, you know, and like you said, Sir Demetrius, like your, your big thing was being good, right? At, at Destiny 1. I mean, uh, for those of you that maybe just Fortnite people that have, that have discovered Sir Demetrius or don't know him yet, uh, he was extremely good. Let him not downplay this at all when it comes to Destiny. Very good in, in the top plays, in the, in the competitive scene, per se. That was kind of happening. I just wanted there. to ask, the, what's up with all the Destiny guys? Just like just slamming it, in Fortnite. Destiny <laughs> took skill. Destiny was a all the uh, all the Destiny guys got like crazy shots or like yeah just some things it's like, going. It's on. the game sense and the ability to use shotguns is probably. <laughs> that's, that's so true. Actually, it's kind of funny, but it's true. No, I mean we saw triple wreck. We saw triple yeah, wreck. Yeah, this yeah. He past hasn't weekend. even played, and he hasn't played. Uh, he has, he's never even touched anything season. He hasn't played season three. That was he played season two, and Benny, his partner, uh, he plays, but not as much as as uh, a lot of other people do but he lives in the uk yeah but you know we're, we're, my, i live on uh the west coast and like as far like right on the water pretty much so i get the same ping that he does to these skirmishes i play on 100 
to like 105 ping. Oh yeah, against, right. Against okay. top tier players, yeah. So you know, on that ping, it's like you can just lose to anyone, even if they're terrible. It's just because it's impossible to build. Right, right. You, all, and, you obviously have yeah. that difficulty. What do you think the biggest change was? Obviously, like you said, a lot of people come from Destiny. We've had a couple of people already on here on this show. Monsters like you're pulling everybody from your Destiny community. No, no, no. But for real, I mean, obviously these guys are rising up. And and I think, like he said, uh, there is a lot of skill that was played, especially on the console level um, on Destiny. A lot of players are really invested there. But Sir Demetrius, what do you think is the like the biggest thing for you to come over to Fortnite? Kind of, I guess, leave Destiny as a as your side, right? As your as your, as your uh -huh. side girl right now. You know, kind of your pickup on the weekends. What mm -hmm. what's the, what's the biggest change for you as a player coming to Fortnite? Um, I don't really. I mean, I don't. I don't know exactly. Uh, I mean, as a player, like I. I mean, play styles are completely different because just because they're two completely different video games. So I don't really know what a what I'd say, <laughs> but I, I don't know. I mean, like Destiny is a completely different genre of game, pretty much than Fortnite. So, um, I wouldn't really draw too many comparisons between the two, besides the fact that. Shotguns used to be good, and then now they're absolutely terrible. <laughs> yeah, no, that's that's for sure. Uh, do you do you see um, like yourself also competing if there is, or do you think it's even possible? It's probably a better question. That Destiny actually has a real competitive community someday. I mean, they've like a funded community by Bungie. I don't think so, just because they seem to not really care about their competitive community at all. Yeah. But I mean, there's always been like community uh, hosted events like the last three years. There's been tournaments all the time. Right. So those will continue and I'll probably play in those. And it's kind of funny because Destiny was like, it got boring and it, it was like my job. And then Fortnite <laughs> was my pleasure game. Right. And then now it's like Fortnite's the chore and then Destiny's the pleasure <laughs> game. Well, let's talk a, really talk a little weird. bit about that. Like as a chore. How do you push through that? Monster, I'm sure you you probably have some insight on this. How do you push through every day having to play the same game? And does it feel like a chore to you, Monster, every day? Like when you have to play it? Um, no, so like my, my whole thing is like, I, I kind of tell my stream like live streaming is like a hobby and like YouTube is like work to me, right? So right. like if, if there's any chore, it's like the amount of effort editing. I put in right into my YouTube videos. Like I do all the editing, I do thumbnails. So for me, like I gotta, I gotta really perk up that drive to bump that out. But when I'm launching, man, I'm just chilling. You know, I'm not there trying to try hard, get too sweaty, I'm just running games, you know, smashing, you know, pub, pub stomping basically. Right. So like, I, I guess for me, like Fortnite and live streaming, it's, it's a lot easier. So I don't really get burnt out on the game. Um, but like, yeah, the, the chore part, I, I feel the chore part that for me, that's it. That just like YouTube, man, the editing and stuff just takes a lot of time. What about you for you, sir? Like what's like, how do you, how do you balance that? How do you not go like, okay, I'm on a hundred thieves. I'm here to play Fortnite primarily, you know, and, and you're back at school, right? I mean, yeah. you're, you're going to college full time for everybody that doesn't know. So like, how do you balance all this? I mean, I don't know how I'm going to balance it, but <laughs> it's, I mean, as long it's not like I don't like Fortnite. I just don't like Fortnite right now with, with how it is like up until like Dest like destiny is the same thing with destiny. People thought it, oh, it just complains all the time for no reason. But like year one, I, I would, I would make fun of people that would like use broken stuff and like competitive and like say they're trash or whatever, but <laughs> I wouldn't be like, Oh, this game isn't fun to play. Like I would, you know, I'd, I'd have like those petty little complaints, but I'd still right. be playing the game, you know, all days because it's so much fun. But like, with same thing with Fortnite for the first like 
up until like March, I really had no complaints. And whenever would people would tweet out like, oh, my shotgun did nine damage, I'd slow it down and then show them that they missed and, and, and say, no, it's not the game. It's, it's you missing. But then now it's just like, you know, I'm just going to be going to be honest with with um, with the state of the game and I'm not going to like try to sugarcoat anything. So if it's really good, then I'm going to tell you it's really good. And if it's, you know, they're making updates that are making the game as fun for me, uh, then I'll then I'll you know talk about that as well. So hopefully they they change a few things. I know they're changing the pump pullout speed, um, which should be good. But I think the main thing is not really the spray meta it's that the counter to the spray meta which is shotguns are, are not good because the one shot potential just isn't there because before like if someone is just going to sit out in the open and not build at all then you you just you keep building you wait for you wait for an opening like okay three two one i'm going to pull out my shotgun and i'm going to hit him with 180 damage and that's either going to kill him or, or 150 damage whatever that's either going to kill him or now he's gonna be super weak <laughs> now he's in panic mode but it's like he's spraying you you do the big clunky, like long animation. You're like halfway through it. And then he breaks the wall that you're building behind. And then you start taking damage. And then now you got a shotgun that does way less damage and you're getting flinched like crazy. So I don't even think SMGs are really, I don't think they're that broken at all. I just think that as long as they fix shotguns, I think that the game is going to get a lot, a lot better and it's, it's going to become a lot less of like a chore for me. Do you think it's because that shotgun play is so critical to the viewing and the playability of the game or like what, what makes it so viable uh, and feel free to jump in here as well. Monster, like what makes it so viable to have shotguns be at this high level, right. And be able to do I the think, damage. Yeah. I think, uh, I think Demetrius hit it on the head. Like the counter to like someone exposing themselves is to punish. Right. So when someone's sitting out with a P90, they're literally out in the open asking to get hit, right? So when you sting back, unfortunately, like where the shotguns are, when they took down that uh, 2.5 headshot multiplier down to right. 2.0. And they changed the base it. damage too. Yeah, and then, and then they changed the base damage. So not only like a body shot, you know, they took like 10 points off of one of the uh, rarities or something like that, like five uh, points of DPS. It's it's a huge number like reduction. So you're your hit back, your punish back for someone's in there is just not there. You like, let alone be consistent. Although shout out to them for adding a spray pattern to the show. Yeah, I, th I think they're consistent. Um, they're just consistently not very good. Right, right. No, I was like, so like, yeah, the consistency's there. I kind of wanted to like take that back, but like, yeah, the damage, the damage, the big numbers yeah. aren't there. Anymore, so right. Yeah. There and it's, it's everything. It's like, if you compare it to like season two shotguns, like the very end of season two, the base damage has been lowered. The headshot multiplier has been lowered. If you swap to another shotgun, it gives you a, a loading circle. If you stop to if you swap to building, then swap back your shotgun, you get a loading circle and can't shoot. Um, did I already say they swapped the base pullout time for every single shotgun already? So right. it's, they're all slower. <laughs> they all have a, a loading circle if you pull out building. No double shotgun. Crit multiplier is worse. And base damage is worse. So it's just like across the board, they're just but worse in every category. To be fair, if you look at like a season two highlight, being three stories in the air and pumping someone for like 190 <sighs> down on their head, it is like it needed a change. Um, like the range on the pump. Is oh, like, yeah. The range in season two like, was definitely yeah, ridiculous. Like, like, it, was, like, it, it was a little way overwhelming. So when they started making those adjustments, I mean, like, it, they were doing the right thing, but I think they just they killed it. They I, I, li back, 
right? They just did, I like the shooting test. Do you remember that first shooting test they did where they yeah. didn't change like pullout speed, but they made the they, they took the crit multiplier down to like 1.5 or something. Like something way, like it's two right now. So they took it down to 1.5, but the base damage was still there and the pullout speed was still there. And I honestly like I didn't notice shotgun like you could tell that they weren't like one shotting, but they still felt really good to use. Like they they weren't really a big problem. So I think that's kind of the the not I wouldn't say solution, but I liked that solution a lot better than than this one. That play feel or right. Yeah, just making it feel faster. So before we continue on about the crazy meta situation, tell us a little bit about how obviously you, you came through the Destiny community, you know, you you've you've dedicated lots and lots of time to both games. Uh, and you've been playing Fortnite like crazy. How do you join 100T? Tell us about your experience joining 100 Thieves. And obviously, I'm sure it's been fantastic. I saw you pictures of you at a dinner not too long ago with the whole team. That looked very fun. So tell us a little bit about that experience. Um, so it was when the 100 million got announced that they're they're, they're putting in a Fortnite competitive. Yeah. And then Nate Shot had tweeted out like, "Oh, we're we're now we're now openly recruiting people." Uh, for our Fortnite team. So I just tweeted at him. Like he basically said, like, reply to this tweet if you're interested or whatever. So I replied to his tweet. Um, and like all of the Destiny community <laughs> liked the tweet and like all the massive streamers from from Destiny responded to it, like with with their recommendation. Um, and so he basically just followed me back and then uh, we started talking from there and then well, originally I was talking to him with, with like a team, like me and three other players, but then he basically said, we don't, we don't know necessarily if we're going to like sign the team, but we, we a hundred percent want to sign you. Right. Um, and then basically got strung along for like a few weeks and then finally kind of got, got finished the, the paperwork and everything. So how did it feel getting your first Jersey? Since you've been at this so long, you finally get that Jersey. You're finally on a team that you know, is is a really big organization, obviously growing like crazy at 100T. How did it feel to finally reach that point in your career where you're like, man, I'm part of a like legitimate big team? Um, I mean, it felt good, but I don't, I don't, for some reason, I don't get too like caught up in anything like um like super overwhelmed with like, oh, this is this is super cool. I, I don't know, just because I'm busy all the time, but I mean, it definitely felt really good. And like the, the, the immediate response to like the tweet that I put out was awesome and it felt amazing. Right. Um, and then like having him follow me was, was, was like exciting because, Oh, you know, this might actually yeah, happen. Nate, Nate but shot following you is a pretty big thing. Yeah. Absolutely. It, it got, it got strung along though for so long that by the time that it actually got signed, it was like the whole entire like magical feeling kind of had worn off because <laughs> yeah, yeah. like they had like, a few really big employees that were like out of town. And then one guy had like a, uh, like he was getting married or it was like his honeymoon or something. Right. So basically like I was supposed to, yeah, I was supposed to get signed like five days after we had talked pretty much, but I ended up getting signed like a month later because it was like, they were like, Oh, net talk, talk to us next Tuesday. And then next Tuesday, like and any update, like, We'll we'll talk to you Friday, and then it kept on happening over and over. And then I just told him, I was like, I was like, I have I have offers from like three other orgs. You either want to sign me or you don't want to sign me. Right. And then, they sent, and then that day they sent the contract, and then finally got it done. Well, that's good, man. Uh, obviously, it's it's got to be pretty fun. Has it been pretty enjoyable doing some of the things with the team? Like, give us a little insight on how that feels as a player, like going and being part of this group. 
Um, the LA, we went to LA, um, like it was like a week ago. Um, we don't, we haven't really played much together cause they're all East coast and I'm all West coast. Right. So between like the time differences and the fact that I don't want to play on a hundred ping and neither do they, Yeah. um, we haven't really played too much, but, um, we did something in LA that I can't talk about yet that, um, was a lot of fun and we got to play with each other for that. Um, and it was, it was fun hanging out with them. That's, it was, it was a good time. that's cool, man. Obviously, did you, have you got to go to the mortgage house, the rocket mortgage house yet? Have you got to yeah, see that's, you? That's where we were most of the time. Oh, all right. All right. That thing's pretty legit. Monster. Have you seen this? No, Dude, I haven't. Go I'm check out the, time. go check out the hundred T, uh, rocket mortgage house tour. This thing, they got two houses, bro. One. It's, they, it's, it's two. It's they're basically like split down the middle. So they're the same, it's like the same house, but like two different properties i don't know how you how you'd explain it but it's just one big house with a with a i guess like a wall in the middle like it, it looks like two different houses when you're walking in but from the outside it's just one big house and then on the roof um on the roof you can go up and walk on the roof there's like a, a big fire pit type thing up there and then you can you can walk to like the other side of the house so they, they own both sides of it it's like one side is their their league team and then the other side is like their uh their league academy team and like they have other stuff going on there um so it's like it's the same house but it's like they split them in half so does yeah. does does that like one they're using primary for living still and one they're using for playing still is they skip yeah i think them? i think the I, I don't think the academy players live there but i think um the league players right um, they have their, the, the one side of the house where they're scrimming and then the other side of the house, I think at the bottom level is where their rooms are. Yeah. I'm not quite sure, but I'm pretty sure that's how, that's how it works. I don't know if you guys follow league at all, but I do a little bit and man, I would be fanboying out cause they have some ridiculous <laughs> players like Afro is insane. I don't know if you guys know, but crazy, crazy. Awesome. I, it's a, I bet that was a cool experience getting to obviously see all that. So mm -hmm. one last thing I want to talk to you about is uh, before we jump into the meta is you gave somebody some advice that actually won a week and I dropped bodies, buddy of yours. <laughs> yeah. He, he, you guys had a talk. Tell us a little about this talk, what you told him to do, the advice you gave him and absolutely how that changed his life. But walk us through that experience a little bit. Um, hold on. Let me just, let me just pull up the DM so I can exactly remember what I, I don't think I've talked to him much since, but so that I should have all the messages. I think he said, um, I think he asked if I was invited to it. Right. And I said, I said, no, he's like, he's like, he's like, what? He's like, I just got invited to it. Um, he showed me like the email, uh, about his, about or that showed his invite basically. And he said, Oh, you know, I'll stand no chance. I, I have a wedding that day. I'll stand no <laughs> chance because he thought it was the format that was this week where it's like, you're, you're in a game against other players that are in it. Right. So he's like, okay, I'm playing, I'm playing on console against like the best PC players in the world in a solo environment um, where I don't really have like a teammate that I could lean on. And he does, he obviously doesn't like do scrims or anything. Right. So he's, he's like, I have a wedding that day. I play on console. It's a PC tournament. I'm just going to get obliterated. So I'm going to see if I can like give my invite to you. So then I researched, I'm like, I'm like, no, it's a pub stomping tournament and you're going to play in it and skip the wedding. And, <laughs> no question. You're going to play in it and skip the wedding. I said, I said, you need, you, I said, you need to hold on. Let me pull it up. I think I said, I, I need you to, or you need to skip, skip the wedding. Um, uh, let's see. I said, he said, I was supposed to go to a wedding, but I'm going to see if I can stay. I said, skip it. This is life-changing money. 
And then he said for real. And then he ended up playing in it. And then he won. Yeah, then he ended up winning. So yeah. uh, Jack, one day Jack. he's going to have to take you to dinner and say thank you for, for doing that <laughs> action for sure. Speaking about drop bodies, I actually had him uh, on my PlayStation. He was like a recommended, like, oh, people playing Fortnite. I was like, I drop. And I was like, oh, sit. So yeah. I opened him up. Yeah, he's like legit pub stomping, like with a remote controller right there. I was like, well, get a load of this guy. Like, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, we had him on the show. He tells a little about from his side how it felt. Obviously, uh, I think a, a moment, one of those moments where you pinch yourself, going, "Did this really happen?" Right, and yeah. and good enough for him, it did. It's it's been very. Uh, I think it's been really awesome watching how Fortnite has opened the doors for so many people. You talk about the Desky community. One of those things that happened, I think, is like a lot of those players just didn't have a platform to go shine right to the masses, right? Because Destiny's a very, uh, you know. Uh, focused group of people the community is really big but it's you know it's always kind of been its segment right to the side of gaming overall especially when it comes to esports uh so i think fortnite's really just opened up that for other communities you know and including you know uh, besides should i say destiny as well so it's been really cool seeing people like you rise to the top and come over uh and and move into you know the esports real you know competitive scene that we have today as is, is this your esport as well uh sir Dimitri? like your first uh, game. Like, i mean i guess technically i mean right Dest i destiny was i feel like more of a legitimate competition than fortnite is just because it's not a yes. br um right, right, right. i mean obviously like fortnite they, like you're they're getting consistent results of the tournament like people consistently placing like it's not like it's completely random and like the top player will will win one week and then get last the next week but i think um I mean, Destiny, anytime it's like head-to-head -head competition rather than like everyone thrown together, it's going to be a little bit more um, intense. And I guess, you know, you're taking a lot of a lot of uh, random elements out of there. So I, I did Destiny competitive, um, which is basically like community. Like it had the potential because it, it was a ton of fun to watch. It was a ton of fun to play. Um, but Bungie just didn't acknowledge the competitive community at all. They gave them... You know, they basically capped, I think, tournaments at like $3,000 or $1,000 or something. Um, and they, they basically <laughs> they basically did nothing for them. So they were really small. Um, but I did that for like three years. Um, so I have a lot of like competitive experience with that. And we, we went to, um, as far as like land events, obviously, they're not going to really throw a big land because there's no pr yeah. prize pool you can really make. So right. there was a, a Destiny exhibition. Uh, for like when uh, the the third year, the third year DLC, it was like Rise of Iron, I think, um, came out. So we went to it was it was like hosted by MLG. They like partnered with Bungie for something, and so we went to that. That body was actually on that or at that. He was on my team. All but, right. Um, so it was like they got six six players, six another team of six players, and we played against each other on like the new maps. Um, it took them three years. <laughs> to get private matches in the game <laughs> um so that was the, that was them showing off private matches so um so that was like the first event but that wasn't for money and it was like friend friendly so like you could you know lose every single game it wouldn't change anything you're not making any money off of it it was just like a cool um experience i guess and a right. cool event to go to um and then after that there was the guardian con tournament the charity tournament they didn't do one this year um but the it was like last year it was there's no money obviously because it's a charity tournament but um i think we got to like it was like donate fifty thousand dollars to saint jude in our name yep, yep. um 
So we won that. That was more of like a legitimate thing with like teams in it. Cause the, the MLG thing was more of like, they got six players or six streamers or six YouTubers from the community. They th- made the teams themselves and then said, play each other. Um, but like for the guarding con tournament, we had like our actual teams that we'd play, uh, play with in tournaments. Yeah. Um, and then we won that and that's like pretty much it for like destiny lands. But I've been doing like just competitive in that game for, for three years. Getting, com- getting familiar with a little bit of pressure. It sounds like right. And, 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 you know, obviously trying to, rise above get your get your skill level above whether no matter what game you're playing one thing that you've always been i would say kind of uh pushed back on right a little knock maybe some people not your biggest fans is for how open you are about your personal opinion about games whether it is destiny or Fortnite. um you've always battled this i'd say for the most part of people saying you know whatever you're just getting salty whatever you know that like how do you how do you take that like how do you take like I am who I am. I, you either get it or you don't, or, or, I mean, are you worried about, you know, Hey, people don't like your opinion. What, what is, what is your mindset? What is Demetrius's mindset behind all that? Behind like posting my opinions. On yeah. Stuff? Yeah. About just being open, like being you not uh, worrying about, Hey, is the, is a developer, right? Cause we know from the destiny community side of things, like you push back towards Bungie a little bit, you might not be their biggest fan. Let's be honest. I'm I'm cool with getting honest here, bro. No, I'm I'm their biggest fan. They're not my biggest. Yeah, fan. yeah, yeah. That's that's what I'm saying. So so let's talk a little bit about like how do you balance that? Because obviously you right, it benefits you in 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 the gaming industry. This is a crazy conversation to have, but in the gaming industry as a whole, if you are negative towards a game too much, it might not buy you uh, favoritism with the with the developer, which in turn could actually leave you out on some things. Right. Oh yeah. I mean, I was. I was, huh? No, I was just going to say, like, just speaking about that kind of stuff, like, uh, people that give off, like, that toxic vibe, unfortunately, they would probably love to be invited to some of these, like, skirmish events. Yeah. But it doesn't matter how good you are, like, Epic probably just thinks, like, yeah, you know, maybe not this guy, let's invite this guy, right? These are true things, like, and this goes, goes, like, like you said, like, all teams. Yeah, I mean, how do you balance that in your life? Obviously, Mm. you've been pretty vocal about both the major games you've been a part of. And you've still been a, a part of the scene when it comes to Fortnite, right? Competing yesterday in the week, in the weekend skirmish in the summer skirmishes and everything else. So like, how, how do you balance that for yourself? And you know, what do you kind of, what's your thought process when you're like being honest of your honest opinion about a game? Um, well, it started out like in destiny where I just like if something, if they make some change, it's just dumb. I'm just going <laughs> to tell you that the change is dumb. And I would just tweet it out. And then, that was like before my channel had grown. So it's like, I can just kind of say whatever I want. Like they're not gonna invite me anyways because my channel's not yeah. big enough. So I'm just be like, okay, you made a stupid change. This was stupid. Why did you do that? And then, you know, I just kept doing that. And then my channel kept growing and I, I was never <laughs> like, like, wait, wait, I should tell them this dumb change was not dumb. So I can get invited to fly out to wherever it is. I just kept telling my honest opinion just because I'm too, um, I'm, I'm, I'm too like, I guess, honest or, or emotional when it comes to right. like changes where it's just like, just what are you doing? <laughs> so I've never been able to like hide it really. Um, over time, there's been a lot of times where like, I'm about to tweet something out and then I'm halfway through typing it. And I'm like, it's okay. I'm just going to delete it. Like bad idea. <laughs> bad, bad idea. But for the most part, it's like on YouTube, it's when on Twitter, it's like, I just played. I, I'm I'm fed up with the game. 
all right, now I'm angry. Now I'm tweeting something right I, on YouTube. My YouTube video is talking about like suggestions for changes that I did with destiny. We're all like, we're all like more well thought out, no emotions involved. Um, when I was just like, you know, I wasn't, I didn't come off of just playing. I just, you know, I just started making a YouTube video after I got home from school or something. So my YouTube videos were a lot more calm and less like, um, they're more respectful, I guess. And then my tweets are more like just, just, uh, I guess emotionally fueled. And, um, I mean, yeah, obviously that, that bit me in the butt with destiny, but I figured I got so, so deep down the rabbit hole that I just kept digging. <laughs> I just figured I might as well find something instead of, instead of trying to crawl out. It's like with destiny, it was just, by the time it was like year three issues, like you're in the destiny two reveal. Yeah. Yeah. Do you remember how many people went to that? Oh yeah. Everybody. Everybody yeah, went was, to that. I asked Cosmo if I could go. He said no. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, you know, I, I think um, we we probably share some likelihood in that in that community of of things that we both have probably not been, maybe been too vocal about at times. What about you, mm -hmm. Monster? Have you ever said anything, Monster, where you're like, man, I probably should have put that video out. I probably shouldn't have said uh, that. I mean, I, I'm I'm pretty like cautious. PC, I guess, when it comes your PC. To Right. Oh, no, sorry. Like, I'll definitely speak my word, but I, I'll, I'll take it. I'll take more of the like constructive criticism approach. You know, right. I, I definitely don't want to burn any bridges. I learned my lesson with that, I guess, in the past, you can say. Yeah. Uh, just kind of like, you know, I've been through a transition in games as well, similar to uh, Demetrius, right? Um, so in the past, you know, my language was very vulgar and, you know, that kind of stuff. And that, right. I'll give it was reckless. My brand was small. I didn't care. Right. It was very raw. So right. I was very raw. Uh, and then, you know, eventually I got to a point to where my voice was louder. It was, you know, heard. If you respect me, I had more people looking up to me. And that's where I kind of realized, like, man, I got to be more of a role model. So, yeah, I might be upset. I might not like some, but I got to, you know, now break it down. Why I think this change needs to happen or why this thing sucks. Because, um, you know, at the end of the day, it's it's we want to see the games thrive, right? We don't want right. to see them go down a dumpster. Like, because when the game's doing good, I'm doing good, right? Right. If, if yeah, they're, right. I'm eating like this is this is good stuff for everybody. So, um, you know, I think I think we're all human. <laughs> we yeah, all definitely no, absolutely. I mean, I've, got, I've gotten better at it. Like, if you compare like my Fortnite feedback to my Destiny feedback, it's like, you know, I look like an angel on Fortnite. <laughs> so with Fortnite, it's not more of like saying, um, like, oh, this is a dumb change or though, oh, this was stupid. It's more of like, this is really bad. I think if you did this, you'd be better. It's it's more just like I'm very I I give it's it's not as much like complaining that much. I complain on stream obviously because I'm in the middle of playing. Right. But like when it comes to tweeting, like I really haven't been, you know, slandering them. I guess I'll, right. I'll say like, you know, would wouldn't wouldn't it be better if shotguns swapped faster or wow shotguns right. are really bad right now. So like saying shotguns are bad is not some sort of like objectively yeah. negative thing. It's more of just an observation that I've made. It's just as this the same as, you know, if I said, you know, SMGs are really good. It's the same thing, except for I just happen to be talking about something being, being bad instead of being good. So I don't think I've been too terrible in terms of like Twitter. Um, I, I it's just more of like, I just give a lot of feedback. I think it's a good point, right? I, and the reason why I want to bring this up is I think there's a lot of people that are watching you grow right into into a you know pro player with 100T who you're representing now in org. You get Monster, you know, you have a huge following as well. And I think it, as you step back and you get older, like we are through the games, right through the years, learning a lot of mm -hmm. things, you also discover, like you said, Monster, you're building a brand when you say your name. 
right? When you say something, you're building a brand for yourself. And so just like Sir Demetri just said, like he's, you know, he's learned, he's toned it down. He's moved on. He's like you said, you know, maybe giving more of the constructive criticism, giving his opinion instead of this just sucks, right? Your game sucks, whatever it is. I, I think mm-hmm. that's a, I think it's a viable point, right? You're building your brand. And there's a lot of people that are watching, you know, like Ninja, one of his big reasons why he stopped cussing was his brand, right? And he wanted mm-hmm. people to be able to watch his brand and enjoy his brand and be more open to more people. Right. Um, and I think, you know, we all are going to do things as we build brands, especially streamers and pro players that you got. Now you're in you're in front of a lot more people. Now you're part of 100T, Sir Demetrius, like you're in front mm-hmm. of a lot more people. Right. So but I, I honestly do think it's important for people to express themselves. So absolutely. for everyone like listening on this, don't take it away like you shouldn't express yourself. Right. Um, absolutely. Important for when the community thinks something's trash, like those those resource changes, like it is trash epic. Like this is not the way, dude. Right. <laughs> You don't point them in that right direction. The big names don't say anything. The small, ver- the small voices just get drowned out. Absolutely. Right? Like, so you got to have the people that are in the front lines, like say something, whether they agree, disagree. And, you know, that way, because, because we do influence, we do influence the game a lot yeah. uh, in, in the community for that matter. Well, yeah. speak of influence, we, uh, I'd like to influence you guys to support our supporter for this week. And uh, let's go ahead and jump over to our uh, sneak energy supporter this week i want to give a big shout out to the support for today's episode it comes from sneak in-game energy i don't know if you guys have ever experienced that in-game crash that you get from drinking all those sugary energy drinks trying to stay up all night playing the games with the boys grinding out that Fortnite battle pass but it sucks and when it happens it sucks and sneak has actually a better and healthier alternative Uh, sneak energy is a completely sugar-free formula that gives you all your intense boost without that crash. It's a powdered formula. It's packed with those vitamins, minerals, amino acids, you know, all that good stuff for your body and enhances your focus and reaction times. Just add water, mix it up, start drinking it, enjoy it. Sneak is also way cheaper than those regular canned energy drinks at just 87 cents per serving. You can get obviously your boost for much less. Plus they got some pretty serious flavors with cherry bomb, blue raspberry and their mystery stealth edition. For all the Fortnite podcast listeners, they have a special code for you guys. You can head over to wearesneak.com, use the code FORTNITE for 10% off all your orders over 30 bucks. Again, guys, that is wearesneak.com, W-E-A-R-E-S-N-E-A-K.com, just like it sounds. Use the code FORTNITE at checkout for 10% off your orders over 30 bucks. Whatever it is, guys, whatever games you're playing, grinding out Fortnite for another night, getting ready for that next big title release, Go ahead and fuel it with Sneak. So obviously, shout out to Sneak for uh, sponsoring this episode. Appreciate it, guys. Um, so let's jump into the meta talk. The meta talk, right? We, we've talked a little bit about the shotgun situation. You, you've had quite a few tweets, like you said, about, about the shotgun situation um, and where it lies right now. Hey, I want to start with a tweet that you sent out not too long ago. It says, not going to lie, brothers. I've been washed up these last few months ever since I took the month off long break. But yesterday something clicked. I feel like I've returned to proper uh, to proper form. It wasn't just the meta that was ass. <laughs> it was also me. Right. So uh, talk a little bit about that, like your mindset behind that tweet and obviously letting your community know kind of where you're standing as a player. Uh, and, you know, you've been vocal about the meta and, and, and how, it, how it affected you taking some time off. Um. I mean, taking time off, it's just like you lose 
I don't know, you lose your fluidity a lot in like your game sense. Like my aim, my aim didn't get any worse, but it's just like your, your, your confidence, I guess, and your, your, um, your fluidity and just being comfortable right. has, has kind of changed. Um, so I took a month off and then when I came back, um, I, I would have been fine. I feel like if it was a different meta, but I came back and then now, you know, that's right when I think shotguns got, um, got nerfed really hard. It's like, they just nerfed shotguns really hard. You can't, it's not transparent when you edit anymore. The map just changed. They introduced like two broken SMGs at the same time. <laughs> you know, C4s are broken. Clingers are broken. So it's like, it was like oh, yeah. all these adjustments happening at once. Right. And I just, it was just too much. And I tried like, oh, you know, maybe because the meta's changed, maybe I should raise my sensitivity or, or, oh, maybe I should lower my sensitivity. And I was just changing to, or, oh, maybe, maybe my key binds aren't good enough now. So I'd be, and maybe something other people do. It's so maybe my res isn't proper. Maybe I need to stretch my res. <laughs> like after, the, after the first tournament, everyone's like, um, so it could have been my aim. No, could have been my decision-making. No, I think, it, I think it was my res. I think my res wasn't, didn't look like I was playing on a Nintendo 64. Oh, man. So, well, obviously, tons of, tons of things there that are the meta that I want to get through here. And, you know, you guys said a little bit about shotguns. I want to know, so we're, we're clear on this. What do you think the change to the shotguns needs to be in order for it to be feel good or be back to where, you know, most of the pro scene per se that's, that's had an issue with it would be happy with? Um, I mean, I'd be happy with reverting the pullout time on all shotguns. They, even though the attack is quicker, they made the attack slower. It used to be faster than it is now. Um, reverting the pullout speed on all shotguns to, to season two, uh, season two speed. Um, what about the delay? What about the delay as far as switching from one shotgun to another? You want that gone too? Yeah, that's what I was about to cover in okay. a second. Yeah. That, the, the loading ring um for that to be gone they they did this update i don't remember when it was but they basically like fixed double pump like if, if you tried double pumping it didn't work at all and they didn't have to change the the original pull speed like i wasn't one of those big like double pump people um i'd complain about double pump and then i'd be like i saw what happened to destiny when you complain about something being strong so whenever i died a double pump i'll be like Oh, you're such such a piece of trash, but, but don't nerf it though. <laughs> I, want, I want it. I want it to stay in. Um, so I, I would use one shotgun. I wasn't like a big double pump person, but I think um, just having that, the pullout speed and then obviously double pump, if people want to double pump, that's, that's up to them. But for my personal opinion, I don't care if double pumps in the game or not, just cause I don't, I never really used it much. Um, but just the, the pullout speed being the same as season two, getting rid of that loading ring, at least for when you're swapping the building. Um, because when you, you you like, there's a technique that I used to do a lot. Um, that it, it, I mean, now it's the the Tifu classic. <laughs> now that Tifu's done it two months after everyone else. He's he invented it. So um, I used to do it's the it's the the thing where you jump shotgun, place a floor, jump shotgun, place a floor. Right. Floor. You can do that once now, and then you jump, and then you have a big loading ring, and you can't shoot again. Um, and then same thing if you just try to swap the building, then swap back. So I think that. The, the delay, like the loading ring when you swap the building should be gone. Um, so the original pull-out speed, no double pump. I don't remember when that patch was. It was like season three, I think, where um, there's no loading ring or anything. It just like if you try to pump once and then switch to the next pump, it just wouldn't shoot yep. until like yep. you know two seconds later, which would basically be the same fire rate as if you just had one pump. Um, and then tone down the crit multiplier to two, but keep the base damage the same. 
Um, and I honestly think that that would be like, I, I didn't even like SMGs now. I think they, they've nerfed them twice, right? They, they were super broken and then they nerfed them once. Right. And then they were fine in my opinion. Um, and then they nerfed them again. So I would be fine if we even reverted and made SMGs a little stronger because the, the problem wasn't really the SMGs at that point. It's just the fact that like shotguns were just so bad that you try to shotgun someone and then you just get melted by an SMG and get flinched. What about um, what about shotgun new. damage to structures? How do you feel um, about I, that? I feel like I feel like the only real um, the only real use for shotgun damage to structures was originally the double pump. Like I used to watch videos of Daquan just like <laughs> not <laughs> in, not <laughs> interested <laughs> at yeah he wouldn't shoot like someone would be you know how the the original strategy when you could um, edit transparently and before turbo building was like super broken right. is you just shoot out the wall you place it with your own. And then you shoot it out with an AR usually, but he just he just keeps shooting his double pump at the walls to break them. So I never did that. So I don't I don't think that's affected me. So I don't I wouldn't really have any input on that. Um, I've kind of, kind of gotten used to like naturally you don't usually shoot a wall with a shotgun. I'd usually switch to like an SMG or an AR. Um, so I I don't know. I guess I guess that's up to the, the my opinion on that is really right. kind of irrelevant if you like monster how do you feel about that reverting back to that change where it's just a delay to shoot a double pump right like kind of he's talking about in season yeah, so three like <clears throat> what like my, my my thought was also and, and and what i wanted to throw at you along with that is what about just allowing people to only carry one of those shotguns so you couldn't double pump and then that delay is there uh, we've talked about you know they've gone pump tack before that was a meta for a period of time like what what's your take on that yeah well uh just to jump back on the uh, the patch that Sir Demetrius was talking about, the uh, the change was that the pump shotgun, when you shot the shotgun, the pump animation had to happen on the second shotgun as well, no matter right. which one you fired. So yeah, double pump was there because you could insta swap, but as long, you had to always have your shotgun ready up. The problem with that though is because if you ever shot your shotgun and then you just run off, get into like an AR battle, the next time you pull out even your single pump. No, that no, that was that was the bad update. So oh, they, okay. they did they did one so season three, they really like changed the they changed there the pumps like four times. I thought you were talking about that no, one. No, no, no. That one was that one was not bad. good. Yeah, yeah, yeah so, so the, the first one was that one where it's like you'll imagine you pump someone for hundred damage and then you switch to your it AR just, just had like a time. And then, yeah. And then you'd keep your AR or you run out to a new fight. You pull out your shotgun and you try to shoot and you'd be like, and then yeah, you die. Yeah, so that was, so that was the, that was the bad one. So the, the, I thought the, you were talking about, you liked that one. I no, was like, no, 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 I don't know about that before one. <laughs> season three ended. Um, it was like three weeks before they basically imagine pump working just as it did season two, except for double pumping was just gone. You could pick up a shotgun um, you'd get no delay. Like you didn't have to cock it each individual time. It would literally yeah. just be like, if you fired your, your, your first pump and you swapped your second one, it wouldn't shoot. It was just it would, a time it would, delay. Like, it was just it, a time yeah, it delay. Was, it was just a time delay. So like there was no problem like where, Oh, you know, I forgot to reload my shotgun. And then when I pulled it out, I had to reload it again. I think yeah. that was like the perfect update for fixing double pump. Um, but like double shotgun in general, I feel like it's just like a cool thing to have in the game. Like people would yeah. run double pump, but I liked running double tack. You could shoot really, really fast with it. And then obviously people would run double heavy too. So like double shotgun, I think was just fun in general to play around with. Wasn't there a and problem like, though where tack shot like super fast? Like you could shoot it like a machine gun fast. 
That was double tech, yeah. Be- just be- because the swap speed and the fire rate right. was faster than the pump. It was ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. It was <laughs> it was insane. Obviously, a lot of people are making this click, making you know. But like, I think I think it's important to note, like uh, Demetrius said, like sometimes it, it felt like a unique characteristic that Fortnite had that you yeah, were like, able. To, like, that's box, that's box. that's the flavor of like the game. Like that's what people, I'm saying. Like, de- developers get like really caught up with like, like the, the biggest thing. For, yeah, yeah. The biggest thing for me is like right. if people are like bitching but they're playing eight hours a day, who cares? It, it's going to be a lot worse when they're complaining and playing two hours a day because the game is just like less fun in general. <laughs> right. so they've, yep. they've at, like, in, in terms of sandbox, you just want to keep that signature feel of the game. And then like, they've changed a lot of good stuff. Like they've added a ton of awesome stuff to Fortnite. Like it's not like, like when people say season, bring season two back, like season two, the, the weapon balance was really good, I feel like. Um, but if you, if you got season two, you added... Uh, first shot accuracy and then you added like all the cool stuff they've added like well i don't like i don't like gas nades i think those are annoying but uh, impulse nades jump bounce pads, pads yeah. yeah yeah well jump jump pads bounce pads like the the new blue ones that you bounce yeah. off of stuff um all all those those things like riffs i like riffs all the changes of traps um, since season two yeah yeah so like all, there's a lot of stuff they've changed that's really good but i think the core weapon balance um is something that i just don't like right now but like the map the map season four i didn't like that much um i think the map right now is in a good spot because the map right now is really good with the rifts i feel like i really like the map right now and the golf carts and 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 just ways to get around the map faster i just don't like the um where shotguns are at right now like building and like turbo building i think the first turbo building was good um the new one is like it's so fast to the point where you just it's just so hard to like like before you could you could get this like when, when someone would one by one up you could you know you would have a few bullets that would go through it so they can't just sit there and camp for it like you get them super weak and they they couldn't just draw the fight out for super long they'd have to make right. a play and get rid of like get out of the box but now it's like you just go they in the box you just hold it down because it, yeah it updates yeah. so fast so like i don't think like turbo building the new update hasn't really helped that much with like oh build battling is easier now it's it's just like turtling is easier build battle is like sloppier you have build like battles are sloppy now yeah i definitely agree now. with that I, i'm laying down i'm laying down pieces i don't even mean to lay down sometimes because i'll turtle go <laughs> like that happens yeah. to me all the time i'm not gonna lie so yeah we we what about you you, you mentioned this one what about transparent editing i want to get monsters take and then see what what Sir Demetrius has to say about it first, but transparent mm. editing, obviously a big change, really cool technique that we saw pros using, right? And it, it made its way down even to, you know, the the casual players like myself, you know, b- getting that one by and looking for, you know, you you did the window edit a ton. You know, I know Cypher's the king of edits, you know, at first and all that good stuff. But I saw Monster doing the window edit way back in the day. You got a tweet on pinned on your on your twit on your Twitter that literally is the window edit, right? And transparent quick. But like how do you feel about transparency and should it come back? Yeah, I think, uh, I think it should come back, man. I, I don't see the problem with where it was before. I felt like it, it wasn't an exploit at all. It was more of like a feature, a mechanic and some, some to note, like Sir, Dimitri, uh, Sir Demetrius used the word signature. It was like a characteristic of Fortnite that yeah. felt good. And these are things, these little things that really draw us to the game and draw us to that that combat feel. And it feels good. And because of that, these are things that made us love Fortnite. Yeah. And when you take away like those small things, like not being able to see through the wall, like why'd you do that? 
no one you see people in the comp scene we're finding out different ways <laughs> to do stuff yeah because we need yeah, right? yeah in yeah. some ways yeah. need that information so but i'm gonna take it out we're just finding ways around it it's kind of like double pump right you take it out you figure out a new way you freaking yeah. throw it in up <laughs> like people yeah. are going to figure something out because why it's a character it's a signature to the game and uh we, we freaking love it so for me editing transparency yeah maybe tone it down but like bring it back in some way shape or form i would like it to start transparent and then fog up so you couldn't hold yeah. it maybe yeah. abuse it that way oh there but, you like, go all right really well. yeah i think it would get a, like a little I, I was i proposed the same idea but i feel like that would be too complicated like they try to like you know edit wait for it to fog up and then then back out and re-edit it again so then epic would have to implement something where it's like a cool down a cool yeah even if you try to re-edit it it doesn't do it so i think like literally transfer editing is good in every single setting except for the competitive setting and i don't even i never played scrims that much because they're all on east coast and i i never it's just so frustrating playing on on east coast when you're west coast so i didn't play them that much but like the only reason transparent editing like people didn't like it is just because what would happen is people would just sit in one by ones they'd edit out all the squares so the whole thing's transparent and they just watch everything so for for competitive i think that um at like lan events or even if they could do it in online events to disable transparent editing but there's no there's no op- like there's no time like in a public match where you'd be like some kaya would just be sitting in a one by one waiting for like more than five seconds i, I don't know some people like yeah i mean seriously I mean, but some people but they're generally if they're doing that they're bad enough to the point where you can kill them anyways i, I get it i get it i i my like my take on it is this i used to have to worry about the transparent editing as far as like if i'm attacking somebody i could think they don't have their eyes on me but they might right in that instance because now they can see me maybe they're they're, they're doing the edit now i don't even I, ha- I have to worry less about that Right. So it, which is another skill gap and an awareness thing. So it's right. It's them making it easier for people. Yeah. Um, which I think is a bad thing. And like most of the time, like any any player that's that's generally most good players, when they're using transparent editing, they're not going to be looking in there. Sometimes they will be looking in there for more than like three seconds, but for the most part, it's like, you know, oh, I threw up a I this guy just shot me from the side. I just threw up a few walls. I just I transfer, I transfer edit the middle square. And then as soon as I get a window, like he, he keeps running, you edit it for like, you're looking at it for like two seconds, you confirm the edit and you try to snipe him or something. Right. Or, or, you know, you're, you do the thing where you replace the wall and then put it your own in, you edit, just wait a, a split second. So you know where he is. And then at that point in time, your shotgun you also yep. could actually pull out quickly. And then you <laughs> could just, once you had targeted them, you just pull out your shotgun instantly and kill them. Right. Um, so I don't think like, it wasn't like there was no problem where it's like, yeah, I played for 10 hours today and I got killed by transparent editor campers all day. Like maybe it would right. kill you once right. a week or something, but it, the benefits out the benefits outweighed like any sort of, you know, negative like experience involved with transfer editing. Like there's no like there like with SMGs or spamming or shotguns being bad. It's like, yeah, I, I left the guy, I headshot him and I left him with five health four times today. Or, or, you know, X amount of health that would have resulted in a kill when shotguns did more damage. But, like, with transparent editing, there was, there was no problem where you were dying to people camping with transparent editing all day. Monster, do you know the other side of that? Do you happen to have any insight to why they made that change? Well, yeah, like, I think the thing is, like, looking from the outside in, when you look at your game, right, and 
you look at what they're trying to deliver, what they see, you know, from the outside in, I'm assuming it's just, Hey, we didn't, we didn't make editing. So people would like kind of cheese other players and chill in the base and not take any fire, but get all this game knowledge without being able to, uh, you know, all, all reward, no risk. Right. And that was the problem for them. And they felt like, all right, so because of that, we got to change this. Right. It was just probably something that was so unintended and they thought it was more of like a little bit along the lines of the exploit, I would assume. And that's why they wanted to adjust it. But I felt like uh, they should have accepted the fact that it was like a thing in the game. Like it happened. And yeah, it's like it's like rocket riding. It just happened. Like they didn't plan yeah. on it. It just happened. Like they, they embraced it. It was like, oh, we're going to change the way right. rocket ride works now. We're going to make it so, you know, we're going to keep it in the game. And, you know, they made it so yeah. now when you got a missile, you can do it, right? So they implemented it. They, they embraced it. Uh, but like the thing about the editing was they turned it away when they didn't have to. Um, I, I feel like it, it's kind of important for them to know like what, is a part of the culture of, of the Fortnite game and like keep those things instead of like you know rejecting it like double shock and like like you, you're they're kind of rejecting it so hard but like there's so much of the community that's just like yeah great right it's fun right it feels good and that kind of stuff so yeah i mean but then again it's hard to like balance the game right for longevity of things so who really knows what the numbers well say, i think right? I, I think i've said this like a couple weeks ago the thing about any competitive game that's continually changing you know, and we're adding new new elements and it's always changing. This happens to League of Legends all the time. Things go out of balance. Luckily for them, they have like a ban, you know, so they can actually ban some characters that might be OP for that mm -hmm. season or that time or that patch. We don't have that ability here, so we can't just like, you know, don't spawn shotguns this time, right? Or don't spawn, you know, this. I mean, look, look what they did with like Soren 50s, right? I thought it was cool that Soren 50s has its own characteristic. You can soar in the game. That's something that like, it makes no sense, right? It's you can actually fly at all times. Right. That is so dope, right? So, like, these changes, like, let's say uh, the, the edit thing and stuff, that should be all in comp play mode. These are things that we should be able to turn on and off, let the competitive scene kind of figure and debate whether or not, hey, listen, double shotguns in comp, it's not happening, right? A little too broken, everyone relies on them, whatever. But, like, for the public game, the public game should revolve around the signature wackiness of Fortnite. Uh, like, and, but, but the cool things, too, like, Soren, you know, Soren 50s flying around and stuff. I think that's really yeah, sick. No, I, like I, I agree. I actually had that on the list to talk about on, on topics of the week. But yeah, no, it, it is really cool. Uh, it is really cool yeah, for I, sure. Cool. I mean, Sir Demetrius, you know this, right? In, in coming from the Destiny community, if enough of one per, pe group of people complain too much, sometimes it isn't the best for the game, right? And sometimes it can be better for the game. It's it's like you really got to balance that. And as a, as a dev, I think that's a really hard thing to you to do. Um, and you know, I, I definitely believe that the competitive scene can outline some things that work better for them than in pubs. How do you feel about that? So like having those separated and be able to have those different toggles on and off. I think it, it would be a lot better if they could just turn stuff on and off for competitive. Cause like the, the changes that they're making for casuals, casuals don't know that they're even happening like my brother plays Fortnite like probably three four times a week and he'd like pick up a he'd pick up a shotgun it'd be like you know he'll he'll shoot someone I'm like i was like oh you would have killed that guy he's like what do you mean i was like oh they made shotguns worse um like four times he's like what what <laughs> like, they don't know they don't know what's happening most of the time yeah, yeah. <laughs> like the, if, if you want to make the game feel at its core fun and rewarding because with a br game it's that chase of of being able to do the cool stuff where it's like like with h1z1 with the two tapping 
and how clean it looked. Like you'd watch a really good player do it. And you're like, I want to do that. Yeah. But then they just kind of water down this game and it's kind of just like, you know, it, it makes it easier for the casuals to play, but then there's less for them to work towards. And once you eliminate that skill gap um, or, or kind of condense it, then it, it, it you know, they, they just stop chasing it as much where you want to get better and better. And like, be like, Oh yeah, I've been working on my, my double pumping, or I've been working on my, um, my build fighting or my, my coning with the pyramids, or I've been working on, you know, X, Y, and Z and, and, and they're getting rid of a lot of that stuff. So that's just kind of like, you know, what, like how, like what, what, what Avenue can you take to really get good at the game anymore? Right. Um, and, and like, what is there for, for players who aren't as good to chase, even if they are casual, you want to give them something to work towards. Well, I think we that in on, sure. on behalf of the casuals, I will say a lot of us read the updates. We know the changes, well, but we no, might I'm not. Saying, we might not, not understand casual. them. I, we might, but but I'm if saying you're not, if you're reading the updates, you're not a casual. <laughs> casual. So there's a difference between there's a difference between being good at the game and being not great at the game, but playing a lot. It, 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 like like someone who's super good and someone who's not so good. If they play the same amount of time and they're they're reading the updates the same. Those yeah, two players in my mind are the same, the same type of people. They're both hardcore. But when yeah. I say casual, I mean people that play on an 80 inch TV, that play uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, you know, I got you. Twice a week, maybe don't read any of the updates and just get on to play with their friends. Like yeah. anyone else, in my opinion, is is taking the game pretty seriously. Even if maybe they aren't like that great at it. You know, anytime you're paying attention to a game and like the updates that are coming out for it and you're you're reading up on it. That in my mind is someone who's who's more the hardcore. Hardcore for confirmed sure. right here. I'm a hardcore gamer. I play on a 22 inch monitor. Right. Confirmed uh, <laughs> by Sir Demetrius. By the way, if I think if you read patch notes in the community, you got to accept you're a nerd and uh, <laughs> yeah, you're a part. You're in it with the rest. If of we us go watch, both. if we go watch Monster's video of him reading them, yeah. might be even more nerdy. Oh, and I do that every more. week. In it, dude. You're so in it, and you know it's okay. Embrace it, yeah. dude. I think. I would, I would say you are just as much of a voice in the competitive community as anyone else. If you're reading those passions, you're keeping up with the game. You're invested in, in the game changes. Yep. Like like uh, you said, you're the casual guy is the guy that doesn't, right? Right. Yeah. Oh, he has 40 in the clip. When did that happen, right? It, you just don't know. Sir, what do you think yeah. about the slurp changes? Do you like the slurp changes that occurred? Yeah. Yeah, I like them a lot. I, I just like – I feel like more, more shield – um i guess i don't know maybe not in this meta like but but for the most part more shield means you're getting punished less for a tiny mistake so like in a br game good point it's not like it's not like a arena shooter where it's like oh you know something dumb happened or oh this guy made did something really lucky okay i'll respawn it's it's like oh i was gonna get a 20 kill game but then you know he hit me with a super good pump shot right or maybe maybe a super good spray of SMG bullets and now I'm dead. Right. So I think just anytime you, you, you can get more shield, especially like off spawn, it's just going to be better. So like slurp, slurp in general, wasn't really like a healing option you'd want to take over. Like, you know, you'd, you'd want to have like a, uh, a full pot, a 50 pot or like a, a mini shield um, over a slurp. And that's why like, you don't really see slurps being carried that much. Like if they had like 90 health and a hundred shield, people found a slurp, they're not going to take it over their minis. They're just going to pop it real quick for 10 health. Yep. But now it's like, do I want to take the slurp or do I want to take the full pot? Cause it's going to give me more than the full pot does. And it's going to give me whatever I need. If I need health, it's going to give it to me. If I need shield, it's going to give it to me. So I think just slurps are, are being more valuable is, is a good thing. How do we stop the, or maybe it's not bad. Maybe we don't stop it, but how do they fix the left click meta? 
right? Is it, is is it, yeah, is this, is it, is it, but is it, does it come down to, you know, the Tommy gun, you know, the drum gun with 50 bullets, right? Is this a problem in this meta is, you know, obviously we have the P90, which they've, you know, gone ahead, I think twice now and nerfed the crap out of it. But you know, because at first it was literally God. But what 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 about like these guns that are 50 bullets and everybody complains or not everybody. A lot of people say things about the left click, right? Just left click and go, mm-hmm. left click and go. Is there a fix to that or is that kind of just, hey, where we're at? You know, that's kind of the characteristic of Fortnite as well. What do you think? They've already made SMGs and, and I'm pretty sure the drum gun do less damage to like structures. So they really aren't that amazing like smgs are trash for breaking walls now uh, maybe at like extremely close distances they're good but like at long range if you've noticed or like medium range you're trying to break a wall with an smg right after they update it you're like you pop out shoot the amount of shots that you're used to it taking and then you come back and the wall is like 70 percent health still so yeah. like for me the left click meta would just be to, to eliminate it but still make smgs feel good for the people using them is you don't need to adjust the damage all you need to do is make shotguns the, the way that I suggested in terms of damage and pullout speed and uh, to, to tone down the flinch on, uh, on SMGs when you're shooting someone just to make it so that, yes, if you're shooting someone, you're still getting the same damage. The SMG right. feels the same to you, but the person who's being pelted by the bullets, it's not like they're trying to shoot you and their screens going like this <laughs> because you're shooting them, you know, with so many bullets so fast. Right. Um, and then being able to pull out a shotgun quickly and, and punish people that are just sitting on the open, I think would just completely um, eliminate that from being a problem. They would still be useful, obviously. Um, but they wouldn't be, it wouldn't, it wouldn't be to the point where it's like just impossible to, because sh- like right now it's just so hard to shotgun. Like if someone is right next to you with a shotgun, you have a pump, they have an SMG unless you really clutch up and you hit them through the flinch, most of the time you're going to die. Like I, I was fighting like space line yesterday yeah. with no shotgun yesterday and I had an SMG and I beat him. I took zero damage just because he tried to hit a pump and his screen looked like someone was throwing it out the window <laughs> and he just couldn't hit anything. No. So it's just, I think if you, if you just make them flinch less and you make shotguns better, I think that, that the left click metal will be pretty much gone. Yeah. What do you think, last couple things here, we'll just go ahead and go to the topics of the week, was the kingpin format that you guys both saw yesterday, and we've seen the past couple of weeks, how do you feel about that? Do you do you think, Monster, this is what they're going to settle on, or is there no settling? Is it, we're just going to keep changing it? It's fun to have different objectives yeah, no, every week. I, I don't think that this format is the end-all, be-all. I think this is the most uh, casual of all the formats, if I'm being honest. Um, yeah. The fact that, like, uh, I'll you know, not to downplay my partner. My partner is like literally a super casual player, like the kind of player yeah, that yeah, doesn't. Yeah. That's right. Uh, she was invited and we got 13th place. Why? Because I was able to, you know, game sense out and just get kills and get points. If I was able to rack a near top 10 with someone that, uh, you know, is not a caliber of a competitive uh, player, yeah, uh, definitely shows that this format is the most casual of the bunch and uh, i was keeping up with the reddit competitive uh fortnite and some people you know kind of expressed that like they were confused like what's going on um i I love the idea of kill for points i like the one where top three gets a point um and then kills were based off of a bracket so if you got like three kills or four kills something like that you were rewarded uh i kind of like that i thought there was a nice little anticipation buildup. like dude we got two yeah it puts the 
on the, you know, the player that when they get in that next, you know, that head to head clash, like, man, we got to get these two right here. You know, that's what we talked about with like, not vivid in reverse 2k, right. With that game, they thought they won, but he didn't win it. Right. That was, that was some intense work. You can feel the intensity behind that format. That's more my favorite one. Uh, I think the Kingpin format was great though. Like it was pretty awesome for me to like, just be able to play with people and know that I can get kills. And you know, that was my point system. Uh, it made for some, you know, different kind of strategies. Like I was willing to die in a storm for two kills. Cause I knew those two points are valuable. Yeah. So like, they, don't get me wrong. It was a lot of fun. I think it was great to play. Um, but the end all be all this is not a competitive format not this one not not close what do you think sir i mean obviously it seemed like if a couple people had a back-to-back game right they had that that kingpin you know bonus going on times three happening for everybody out there that didn't know like basically it worked like this if you know each elimination will a point if you got seven eliminations you had the wrecking ball bonus if you have if you won you got the, the kingpin bonus which was basically three times they didn't stack so you got one or the other basically in those bonuses but like Sir Demetrius, if somebody won, if they got a victory royale, and say they only got mm-hmm. three or four kills, and then all of a sudden they got that three times bonus, like I felt like some of those games, like those guys could go in and get two kills and then be like step up way above, right? Like all of a sudden that bonus really, really helped them out when maybe it didn't highlight the best team on the field at all times. Yeah, I think that. Um, I mean, I didn't like the bracket kill format at all. I thought it was terrible because it was first or get five kills so mm-hmm. theoretically i could die in the first second of the game eight games in a row and get the same amount of points as somebody who finished second every game and got four kills every single game so they could have gotten in a, in a span of 10 games they could have gotten 40 kills to my zero kills in second place to my 50th place and we'd both have zero points but they still win more so money because they live longer no, they got they got zero points. Oh well, yeah, yeah. No, because because with that prizing format, it's like it cuts. I think top twenty gets money. No one else gets anything. Right. This right, week right. because it's 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 Twitch rivals. It's more like we're inviting all these streamers I, I out. Everyone's like getting all money. Fifty players getting paid. By the way, I thought it was just cool. Like, was, I mean, it's cool if yeah. I mean, I think, I think it relieves the pressure a little bit. Unless it does. Yeah. Your best comfortability and how, how are you gonna get people to shine the best when when they feel you know cool uh yeah of course it's pressure you know show up and and you know hold your reputation right but i, I like the idea of like hey third your place so you got 400 bucks congrats yeah, yeah like <laughs> i i think was- i think they could expand the prize like the prize like like you got to get top 30 instead of top 20 but like everyone getting paid i feel like um it takes away a little bit it takes away from like the first place like the first place gets 18k i think in like the first place and all the other ones got like 60k or something like that yeah so, first place um, actually only got what was it 5k 5k third place was no, 3k first, first place right. first place overall the person who won the most money in this tournament i think got like 18k or something yeah but but the thing is it was over two days right so i, I, don't, I don't know maybe maybe that is better but i don't know i just didn't like the bracket format just be like the perfect format for me would be i mean the they, multi- they could- they could most uh, just divvy out the money for total like your overall placement, and then give a big chunk because yeah. you know they they could do that. This this one was different, like you said. They're paying per round. Just I guess people kind of 
you know, you, you can work towards something per round. I like, I yeah. like going into the weekend, not knowing what the format's going to be and it changing up. I actually have enjoyed that as a viewer, right? Cause I, I go and if I'm not able to catch these live and, and this is coming, obviously you guys playing them, I watch them. Right. And you know, I'm sitting back with the beer enjoying it. You're having to pay attention. So I think I have the better situation unless you I, win I, a ton I, of money, then you have the better situation. <laughs> but, but no, in this case for sure, like I like going in and being like, Oh, Hey, look, it's different this weekend. Right. Or Hey, it's Twitch rivals instead of just all the pros right and because in that mix and because it's so common now to see pro players stream as well like this was a cool event for me because like my son and me got to sit out and watch it and like so he knew some of the names right and he's like oh yeah. there's monster oh my god right so you know or or ninja or whoever right and lupo's lupo was casting it i think it was a really cool format uh i think it was cool to see other people win i mean you did win ten thousand six hundred dollars sir demetrius i mean you can't complain too much right i mean that, that that's pretty good money for a weekend, a couple days, I would say. I, I, yeah. like, I like the fact that you can prepare all week too, because like when they're saying like placements matter, like scrims, everyone's like, oh man, turtle mode, right? Like everyone's getting their lands down, right? You know, prioritizing how to, uh, you know, get center zones and stuff like that. And then when you get these kill turns, like, oh man, where am I going to land to get comfortably like geared, right? Like, rotate quick into a battle, like you know. So I, I like the idea of the shift up too, more because I like the preparation phase. I think they're preparing all week is kind of fun watching different streamers, yeah. you know, change up the play style. I think it brings out the best in everyone. They don't really announce the the mode until like a day or two before the tournament starts. Sometimes people get a little lucky and they get the information early and then like everyone's, you know, word goes around. Oh, it's so <laughs> yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah. All right. So everyone plays off it, but yeah, they should definitely just say it. Like, <laughs> yeah. But the, the perfect format for me would be like, instead of the, the, there being it basically only be a win multiplier or there'd be a win and kill multiplier but the win multiplier applies for the game that you won not the next game so it's no, like yeah. you get one kill per point I like that so that it's not like oh i got four kills and this guy got zero kills but we both got the same points as you get a kill per point a win multiplies your point total by two not by three just because then you could get you know you just squeak by with like a three kill win you get nine points right um, a, a double multiplier so it's, there is an incentive to win but not at the like it, for example you have if it's only kill based and there's like five people left like oh let's just kill everyone because winning winning doesn't matter but it's like oh we already have five kills why don't we just wait this out try to get one kill and then we we get 12 because we get the, multiplied yeah. our score by two and then it's not like oh we did super well and we won this game and then we you know we died off spawn the next game because we got no loot so it's like it, it, would, it wouldn't surprise me if they pulled out type out they, they've yeah. been doing like everything just flip, like, and then, flip and and then for like the everything. kill for the kill multiplier doing the same thing they have now where where you get like a a two a, a double multiple actually i don't know how they do it because if winning is two i feel like kill multiplier should be less but what, what would it be like no. 1.5 one point five would be weird. Reward the killer in the same round too. Okay, okay. in the same. Like, the, the imagine, thing is like, imagine. Let's go to the game reverse and stuff, right? Not vivid wins with seven kills, but reverse dumped out like nine, nine. earned yeah. the two x. Who did better that game? Yeah, vivid won. He's gonna have a chunky high placement, but like reverse is also gonna be up there for his dominant performance. Reward him too for that round. I think that's sick and. For that round, not that carryover stuff. That carryover stuff is kind of it's scary for the for the players. Well, the, the sure. only the only reason I say carryover is just because there'd be too much of like a a snowball effect where it's like, you know, the dom team like, team, team one got six kills, team two got seven kills. Now team two has fourteen, they have six, and they've 
they've beat their score by more than double now. So it's like you do rewarded where you get the multiplier for next game, but just so it's not like, you know, if a team or if, you know, the other team had five kills, just because a team gets two more kills than them. Now they have 14. Why don't, the other team why don't they five? just give a base? Like if you got the most kills, you get extra three points, right? Like, or extra five points. Like they, they just, they just set an amount instead of doubling or something like that way. It's not a number. That's too crazy. It's like three, right? You get three yeah, extra yeah. points. If you have the most kills, if you win, you get, you get, you know, your kills plus two points. And then all of a sudden now you have that weighing, that weighing amount that we had that floating point before, you know, with reverse and, and vivid. The thing is they, they already reward uh, most kills in a match just with like prize money. So I think that um, if you just did a, a, like a threshold of like, Oh, you get, if you get six kills, you get a bonus two points. So they already reward kills like super heavily. They didn't do as much this week, I think. Actually, no, they did like most kills in the game. You got like $5,000 just for that round this week. So if they did, um, if they just did a threshold where they, it's like, oh, if you get five kills, everyone who gets five kills is going to re be rewarded next to three points. Because yeah. if, if, it's, if it's like you, know, you have to get number one kills, they're going to get bumped up way in cash from the, the, the amount of money they win from the, oh, most kills gets X amount of dollars and they're going to get bumped up in the placement. So they're like, if you get, if you get a lot of kills and you place well, you're going to be walking, you know, walking out with like a hundred, like 150, hundred or $200,000. Right. So I just think it would be like too much almost if they got rewarded with cash and points. Well, if we see them come up with some layout kind of like this, we'll just take, credit for it you know they got it from here Take credit. Sir Demetrius, <laughs> too loud monster d face we all we put it together well the <laughs> the uh the other thing that we happened this week was the 5.21 content update we got the heavy sniper real quick from you guys is this weapon good for the game sir is it good uh i mean i don't think so i think something i would have rather seen is um just because i feel like body shots it's kind of uh, a lamer way of doing like a very powerful sniper. I think if they if they literally did the same thing, give the same damage as the bolt, but if they made it hit scan, I think that would be a cooler weapon that's higher skill, um, and isn't like like because it's annoying now. It's like oh, because it does shoot faster than the bolt, so the bullet travels quicker. It's like oh, this guy just body shot me, and I had 150 health, and I just died instantly. He had two kills. I think I think if they just made it hit scan, you you know what hit scan is, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so if they just made a hit scan. I feel like it's like the scope they are. Cool. Yeah, but like a scope they are pretty much, where it just goes instantly to where you where you're aiming. I think that would have been like a like a higher skill alternative that also feels really powerful because it would be the only sniper that's hit scan. And obviously, like leading bullets is like the hardest thing to do with a sniper. But at the same time, it's not like aiming is the easiest thing ever to do. So I think if they just made a hit scan sniper, same thing, one bullet feels super heavy to use and and has a really long reload. I think that would be um less annoying to die to and also like higher skill than just like a one-shot body shot sniper yeah what do you what do you think monster how are you enjoying it i i like it so i i think it's pretty dope um i lost a 20 kill game to it he saw he saw because he lost a 22 a 20 game kill is like it's it's it has a lot of utility versus all the other snipers so there's this I wouldn't say a skill gap, but there, there's the incentive that you can do different things with it. You know, I do like, I do like that it breaks, wall. it breaks instantly. Like, the, it's crazy how you can like break walls. You can, you can use it, you know, off the clinger plays. You can, you know, you can just do crazy stuff with it, and it, it can still just like you said, just one to the face, right? Like, 
in the skirmish, I actually baited someone else. Like, all right, dude, you're going to keep popping that AR jump shot at me. I'm just going to clap you next time. Right. So I just let him get up and he ate it. Right. Like it felt good. And the bullet travels fast. Like you said, like he was just down. Yeah. The so, drop is less too. Right. Or am I, am I crazy? Yeah. The, the bullet drop is yes. less than, than the bolt yes, is. That's velocity. So um, I feel like you have more like less room for error on that. One. Like you just kind of put it where you need it to be. And that bullet is going to kind of like land if you have good, you know, marksmanship game sense as far as that goes. So, um, yeah, I, I like it. I think it, it is strong though. I'm not going to lie. It it's, just, it's just, it, it's just irritating because you but, think but you're, me, you're good with shield and you die. Yeah. <laughs> when I hear the double barrel shotgun, I'm like, Oh, I got to back up. When I hear that, boom go off i'm like yeah yeah i gotta be careful yeah so like that's what i like about it, though it's it's a respect on the field and you know it, i think it's balanced in the sense that you know that thing takes forever to reload and stuff so it's kind of cool it's hard for me i gotta get used to all these different snipers man i, I can't play as much as you guys it's hard it's a hard <laughs> life uh i mean i i pick up yeah the semi over all the snipers in the current meta though right so. well i want to get a quick tip from mr sir demetrius before we get out of here so let's go ahead and jump over to our tips and tricks all right, Sir Demetrius, here's the thing. Loadout tip is what I want from you. Does the type of play style affect your loadout or what you're doing to go into that game? If you're going to that game, say you're going to play aggressively, right? Or may maybe it's the difference between, for you guys, between playing pubs and playing and playing in tournaments, right? Is your loadout change? Do you do you change and how does that change? And and what are the, some of the things maybe people should be paying attention to? Um, I don't think like I think like playstyle and like a public match, you really need to swap your your weapon loadout at all. Um, but if you're if you're just playing in such a extreme way that you're completely eliminating like one kind of aspect of the game, then you want to change. So that's why like in competitive, um, you really don't need an AR. Most of the time, people like you'll see Tommy guns in people's primary slots a lot of the time because there, there's not really many opportunities where, um, you know, someone is just going to be out in the middle. You might want to pick it up if you're looking to to third party people and, and kind of fight at a medium range. But for people like there's two different play styles in these terms. There's the people that try to get kills. And if they hear people shooting, they're instantly going to jump on it and try to shoot people from the side. Then you want an AR just because you want to be able to do, you know, pick people off at range and get damage out at range. Right. But a lot of times, like people that just play to get to the very end, you don't need an AR at all for like the final circle. You just need like a Tommy gun. So that's why like Tifu a lot of the times just has a Tommy gun. He doesn't have an AR. Um, but if you're going for like those kills early game, then you want it, want an AR. So that's really like the only, the only time I would really think you'd need to switch weapons. Um, but like for a public match, I guess if you, for some reason you want to play it like it's a scrim, and you're into getting wins a ton, then then I guess run a Tommy gun and wait till the end. Um, but if you're trying to get like high kills and stuff, you need to be able to do damage at range. So that's why an AR is generally pretty important to have. I think that's an interesting concept. If you want to get to the end, don't worry too much about the AR. If you want to get high kills, worry about an AR. That's basically what you just told everybody. Uh, and and yeah, that's interesting. Just so, just so you can do damage from like range. Yeah. What, what about you, Monster? How does your loadout affect how you play, or how do you change your loadout depending on what you're playing? No, oh, yeah. I like sometimes I'm in the mood to like take my tower, my shot, and I don't want to like AR spam. So I'll run burst over like normal ARs. And then there's days where I just don't want to run like, let's say, long range shotguns. So I've been picking up that double barrel <laughs> with the intention, like, you know, because when you have the double barrel, it's just a different play style, right? You got like, I know I'm barrel stuffing players and I'm going to be hyper aggressive i'm trying to dive on you know just straight right. up like 
body slam people. So like, yeah, I think play styles matter. Um, and then there's like times where like, oh, I'm in the, like stink bombs. I love flushing people out with them. I think they're fun to use. But then like, I'll see impulse like, oh, you know what? Like, let's go. <laughs> Forget the stink bombs, right? It's probably better to keep the C4. But no, we're gonna take impulses. It those are play styles. Those are you know decisions that you make just kind of dependent on uh what you want to do the game so for me it's a mood thing if i'm in a mood to troll i'm going to be holding impulses and like double barrels and you know it's kind of you know crazy niche right like situational weapons and stuff but if i'm in a try hard loadout i keep my uh loadouts very versatile so typically uh single shotgun and like he said some kind of long medium range and then like split seals and stuff cool so cool. i think loadouts matter well, Sir Demetrius, thank you so much, man, for being here, for hanging out with us. I held you super long, but you had a lot of good stuff to say, so I appreciate it. Uh, why don't you tell everybody where they can find you throughout the week? Uh, my Twitch, although like my social links, you're saying? Yeah, where they can find you on I mean, your Twitch, so my, social links, you know, maybe what times you try to, I know you're going back to school, so probably your schedule's mm -hmm. up in the air, but where they can find you throughout the week. My Twitter is Sir Demetrius. My Instagram is Sir Demetrius. My YouTube is Sir Demetrius. My Twitch is Sir Demetrius. My Snapchat is Sir Demetrius. My Discord <laughs> is Sir Demetrius. And you spell it S I R D I M E T R I O U S. Man, awesome. What is it? What's kind of your uh, your stream schedule right now? What do you what are you kind of on right now? Um, I've generally been streaming around like 8 p.m. Pacific, okay. and then I'll stream till till midnight. Um. I don't know exactly what I'll be doing just with the school year right. um, coming up. So that's, but that's generally what I've been, when I've been streaming. Awesome. Awesome. Well guys, as always, thank you so much for listening. We hope you guys enjoyed the show. Make sure you shoot us a review on iTunes, Google, Spotify, wherever you're listening, tell your friends about it. Uh, make sure you tell everybody, go check out Sir Demetrius' stream, go check out his YouTube channel and all the thousand other places he's at. I don't know how he manages all those. That's insane. But go find him there. Uh, you can send all your emails over to fortnitepodcast at gmail.com. And Monster, go ahead and tell everybody where they can find you throughout the week. Yep, as usual, guys, preferably on YouTube. My content's up 24-7, Monster the Face. And uh, Monster the Face across all social media, Twitter, Man, thank you guys so much for being here. Appreciate it. And as always, and until next time, dance out those kills and boast in those victory royales. <laughs> <laughs>